I'll rise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation and said, it is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways. Unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalms 108 on page 479, and Psalm 112 on page 483. O God, my heart is ready, my heart is ready. I will sing and give praise with the best member that I have. Awake, thou lute and harp, I myself will awake right early. I will give thanks unto thee, O Lord, among the peoples. I will sing praises unto thee among the nations. For thy mercy is greater than the heavens, and thy truth reacheth unto the clouds. Set up thyself, O God, above the heavens, and thy glory above all the earth. That thy beloved may be delivered, let thy right hand save them, and hear thou me. God hath spoken in his holiness. I will rejoice therefore in divine second, and meet out the valley of Sukkoth. Gilead is mine, and Manasseh is mine. Ephraim also is the strength of my head. Judah is my lawgiver. Moab is my washpot, over Edom will I cast out my shoe, upon Philistia will I triumph. Who will lead me into the strong city, and who will bring me into Edom? Hast not thou forsaken us, O God, and wilt not thou, O God, go forth with our host? Will help us against the enemy, for vain is the help of man. Through God we shall do great acts, it is he that shall tread down our enemies. Psalm 112 Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord. He hath great delight in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty upon earth. The generation of the faithful shall be blessed. Riches and plenteousness shall be in his house, and his righteousness endureth forever. Unto the godly there arises up light in the darkness. He is merciful, loving, and righteous. A good man is merciful and lendeth, and will guide his words with discretion. For he shall never be moved, 
and the righteous shall be had in everlasting remembrance. He will not be afraid of any evil tidings, for his heart standeth fast and believeth in the Lord. His heart established and will not shrink until he see his desire upon his enemy. He hath dispersed abroad and given to the poor, and his righteousness remaineth for ever. His horn shall be exalted with honor. The ungodly shall see it, and it shall grieve him. He shall gnash with his teeth and consume away. The desire of the ungodly shall perish. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the second chapter of the book of Exodus. And a man of the house of Levi went and took as a wife a daughter of Levi. So the woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw that he was a beautiful child, she hid him three months. But when she could no longer hide him, she took an ark of bulrushes for him, daubed it with asphalt and pitch, put the child in it, and laid it in the reeds by the river's bank. And his sister stood afar off to know what would be done to him. Then the daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe at the river, and her maidens walked along the riverside. When she saw the ark among the reeds, she sent her maid to get it. And when she opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the baby wept. So she had compassion on him and said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call a nurse for you from the Hebrew women, that she may nurse the child for you? Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Go. So the maiden went and called the child's mother. Then Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this child away and nurse him for me, and I will give you your wages. So the woman took the child and nursed him. And the child grew, and she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. So she called his name Moses, saying, Because I drew him out of the water. Now it came to pass in those days when Moses was grown, that he went out to his brethren and looked at their burdens. And he saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his brethren. So he looked this way and that way, and when he saw no one, he killed the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. And when he went out the second day, behold, two Hebrew men were fighting, and he said to the one who did the wrong, Why are you striking your companion? Then he said, Who made you a prince and judge over us? Do you intend to kill me as you killed the Egyptian? So Moses feared and said, Surely this thing is known. When Pharaoh heard of this matter, he sought to kill Moses. But Moses fled by the, from the face of Pharaoh and dwelt in the land of Midian, and he sat down by a well. Now the priest of Midian had seven daughters, and they came and drew water, and they filled the troughs to water their father's flock. And the shepherds came and drove them away, but Moses stood up and helped them and watered their flock. They came to rule their father. He said, How is it that you've come so soon today? And they said, An Egyptian delivered us from the hands of the shepherds, and he also drew enough water for us and watered the flock. So he said to his daughters, And where is he? Why is it that you have left the man? Call him that he may eat bread. Then Moses was content to live with the man, and he gave Zipporah his daughter to Moses, and she bore him a son. And he called his name Gershom, for he said, I have been a stranger in a foreign land. Now it happened in the process of time that the king of Egypt died. Then the children of Israel groaned because of the bondage, and they cried out. And their cry came up to God because of the bondage. 
So God heard their groaning, and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. And God looked upon the children of Israel, and God acknowledged them. Here endeth the first lesson. Blessed art thou, Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 15th chapter of the first letter of Paul to the Corinthians. Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received, and in which you stand, by which also you are saved, if you hold fast that word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you first of all that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures, and that he was seen by Cephas, then by the twelve. After that he was seen by over five hundred brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain to the present, but some have fallen asleep. After that he was seen by James, then by all the apostles. Then last of all he was seen by me also, as by one born out of due time. For I am the least of the apostles, who am not worthy to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God I am what I am, and his grace toward me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God which was in me, which was with me. Therefore, whether it was I or they, so we preach, and so you believed. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet, into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who is conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Grant, we beseech thee, Almighty God, that we who for our evil deeds do worthily deserve to be punished, by the comfort of thy grace may mercifully be relieved, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create making us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall to no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Just some quick thoughts about today's lessons. Um, it's interesting reading Exodus 2, because as, you know, as someone who grew up watching the Ten Commandments every Easter, it's amazing how what takes up, you know, an hour and a half or two hours in of the Ten Commandments is just this brief little chapter here and how much we don't really know about Moses and how influenced we are by popular culture. But what we can see here in Exodus chapter 2 is... Moses beginning to represent Israel. So if we remember that after Joseph went to Egypt and became a 
the de facto, you know, vizier to the pharaoh and was running things, and that he brought his his family and Israel into Egypt to be able to survive at first a, a famine, and then they began to thrive. And then that threatened the Egyptians having this group of foreigners in their land. And in much the same way, Moses is a prince of Egypt as a young man, yet he is never really truly an Egyptian. He's always maintains his, his Jewish identity. In fact, we see when he, he, he kills the overseer that he is well aware that he's a Hebrew. So the, the outward appearance and trappings of as an Egyptian are something he wears on top of himself. It does not take over who he is. He's always aware of who he is, even though other people seem to mistake it. And so we see that he is, has all the luxuries of Egypt, but then he is driven away. He is, the, the truth of who he is as a slave is revealed. And all these, his, the, the outward trappings of power are all revealed to be false. And so he has to flee. And so much in the same way as Israel went to Egypt, became enslaved by it, and then are going to be forced to enter into the wilderness. It much the same happens to Moses. And also it prefigures in some ways of Jesus, because here he is with the outward signs of a king, but inside he is still a Hebrew slave in much the same way that Jesus takes on the outward uh, appearance of a human who is enslaved to sin, but in truth he is truly a king coming to save his people. And so all these motifs are playing out. And so that's a, an interesting segue into our New Testament lesson where Paul is writing the Corinthians the, and talking about the gospel. And the gospel is an account of what reality actually is, that Jesus is the, the Messiah who came and <clears throat> rescued us all from sin. <clears throat> and the Corinthians seem to be having troubles with certain doctrines, as we will see later on. They Some of them are having trouble believing in the resurrection. And so all of this is, Paul is setting up the centrality of the resurrection for the gospel. But it's also trying to convey to them that they have, that Christianity is not a, a bunch of spiritual precepts or a bunch of, of statements that we come to affirm. It's a, an acknowledgement of the reality of what is going on and what Jesus has done, how he has transformed the world through his death and resurrection. And that means understanding that they are understanding the story that God is telling through his son and through his people and how we all enter into that story. Our story is contained in his story. 
And so in order to understand that, that means looking back at the scriptures. When Paul is talking about the scriptures, he's not talking about the New Testament because it hasn't been written yet. He's talking about the Old Testament. And understanding the history of Israel is very important for us. And all these things that we read in the Old Testament are important for us to understand and to grasp because it is the Old Testament is fulfilled by Christ. And we can't really understand the Old Testament without the New Testament, without understanding who Christ is. It informs our reading of these stories like Exodus and how we have to understand that they're all scriptures written for our learning, for our understanding, because it represents the totality of the human experience in this life and our quest to for meaning and to be in a right relationship with God and that is only possible through Christ so this is what he's trying to get at with the Corinthians that all the teachings of Christ only make sense in the context of the story of all of Israel and all of humanity and ultimately, all through the lens of the resurrection itself. So just some thoughts about today's lessons. O oh God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. This we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, 
to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Saturday. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Great lesson, Deacon John.